I was looking online because I wanted to see, look at some of the some of the voice acting in this game. I was trying to find the guy who does Zizix because I like that guy and it sounds like a familiar voice. But he's really good. But I didn't I, I didn't recognize anything. Like I don't know who he is. A lot of these uh, these internet credits are just saying voice. Yeah. So there are ones I definitely recognize, but I think it's Frank Welker. Yeah, no. For, if if you don't know who somebody is on, the, on like in a, in a cartoon or a video game, it's probably Frank Welker. Yeah, especially if it's an animal. Well, it could also be Cam Clark. Mm, if it, yeah, I mean that's that's the Leonardo voice. Yeah, Frank Welker. He did Lemon Grab. You know that, right? No. This nibbler is unacceptable. That's pretty good. Yeah, so, uh, the, <laughs> it's pretty loud. <laughs> the the uh, the comic has a there's a good little bit in the the Adventure Time comic where where there's this little aside panel that says meanwhile and it has a picture of the Earl of Lundgren screaming and it says the Earl of Lundgren screams alone in a room or something like that like sits on a throne screaming alone and it just shows him sitting on a throne just going Aah! you know that <laughs> all by himself twelve years dungeon seven years no dungeon. trials dungeon. <laughs> Three hours dungeon. Also, I don't know where food comes from. Well, sir, food comes from No. But that is why I am royal and you are servile. <laughs> I say that to my cat all the time. <laughs> if my cat wants to eat or something, I'm like, no. That is why I'm royal and you are servile. <laughs> when I'm pissed at somebody at work, I say twelve years dungeon. Yeah, tw- <laughs> <laughs> twelve years dungeon. It's a shame that my cat actually isn't a servile, because then it would work work double. <laughs> you actually serve him. He doesn't. Yes. He doesn't do shit for why, you. That's why you are a servile. <laughs> now there's there's some all star voice talent in this. You you mentioned Roy Campbell. Uh, Campbell, yeah. he's the main character. Yep, Rob Paulson. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's rid- ridiculous amount of voice that acting. You have Brad Garrett. Yeah, Brad I don't Garrett. want Brad Garrett. I want I want Tom Skerritt. <laughs> I assume you're familiar with that. No, no, I, I, I no. there's a there's a good Tim and Eric sketch about them writing a jingle for Tom Skerritt, <laughs> and and the the jingle is, we want Tom Skerritt, don't want Brad Garrett. <laughs> we want Tom Skerritt, don't want Brad Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Usually my my MMO my MMO <laughs> my MMO yes it's the most it's the most realistic MMO there is and take what you can get online <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead of settlers of Catan it's just settled <laughs> settlers of Earth settlers of mid twenties mid thirties anywho and it's just, it's just this weird thing I have to shake off that I I really kind of you know. That's what happens when you grow up without parents, more or less. You know, like I had nobody, you know, nobody at any point telling me to expect anything better than that. You know, no no examples of anything better than that. And any, no one with any, you know, amount of, you know, I met the first person, you know, I ever met with ambition was when I was like 22. You know, it's just this weird, you know, the concept is just uh, something that I don't, you know, is alien to me on an elemental level. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's uniquely Midwestern, but I think that it is definitely it is definitely something that is inherent to small ponds. 
Mm. Um, yeah, I could definitely see that. You know, just I, 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 I can't, I can't say. I mean, because I've, I've always been the person who, even though there, there wasn't a lot of, the, there wasn't a lot expected of me. I, ha, you know, I've, I've, I was always like, gotta get an A. You know, at least right. since like seventh grade or so. You know, and I'm, I'm still very fresh out of like the institution of academia. You know, to where that mm-hmm. kind of shit mattered, and now I'm, you know, into a professional world where. You know, like I, I, I still am, you know, striving for validation. So I, I very much cannot find that from within. So I, I seek it from without. But, but, but definitely, that, de- definitely, that, that, that kind of like, like just uh, ambition or like striving for more is not part of the, not part of the ecosystem. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and that's and that's definitely you know, it just it's hard when so you know I've always been on my own level, always been a good student and always like push myself to do, do neat stuff, you know, stuff that I thought was neat, but just this weird level where the kind of institution I was growing up in, it wasn't expected of me for sure, but it wasn't encouraged either. You know, when it, when it was seen, and it's just this kind of like the, uh, it definitely has something to do with the town I grew up in where it was just, there were less, there was not very much opportunity. It's not like I grew up in Allentown or something like that, like, or Detroit, but there wasn't opportunity, you know? Right. I don't know. Raising raising your kids in a small town is 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 kind of a, a decision that you should think twice about. You know, when uh, when you're considering it, because it does a lot to you. You know, just the the scope of the world and the scope of what was possible was definitely something that was limited yeah. to me. You ought to be proud. I'm getting good marks. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. So. Hmm. Uh, what what did I want to hit before we started? Uh, Moonrise Kingdom, go see it oh, if yeah. you can. I I did see it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I saw it when saw it with uh, with Derby Girl. Cool. I I went I, I went and saw it with Chris. He was here this weekend. Um, hmm. yeah, no, yeah, it's great. It's it's kind of like uh, it's it's kind it's kind of like Wes Anderson's True Grit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there there's a there's some truth to that. I think I mean I I loved it. Like I thought it was I'm I'm a, a fan of his. Yes. In general. Oh, and me too. I, yeah. It is the. Uh, I think it is his most, his closest to his perfect movie since the Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. Like I love Royal Tenenbaums. That's my favorite, and yeah. that will always be like the most resonant. You know, this this family after their glory, like everyone's peaked early. <laughs> that will always be the you know the most resonant movie for me. But I've liked it best. You know, second to that one. Yeah. It's, I... it's gorgeous. It's unbelievably gorgeous, like just fonts and color choices, and mm-hmm. it's just so it's a pleasure to look at. Like which, which one, Moonrise Kingdom or Royal Tenenbaums? Oh, uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, Royal yes, Tenenbaums yes. as well, but Moonrise yeah. Kingdom I think is prettier. Yeah, I think it is better in that in that respect. Yeah, no, I've I, I I've I've been a bigger fan of Rushmore um, mm-hmm. than I, I love the Royal Tenenbaums. Uh, uh, you know, ops. Um, just even just for Luke Wilson's uh, suicide scene, dear God. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but uh, uh, I, I always identified with uh, God. Why can't I ever remember Max his Fisher. name? With, with with what's that? Uh, Max Fisher. Or, yeah, yeah, uh, I, Jason I, I, yeah. I always I always I, I, you're going for. I, I always identified with him. With, with you always with, wanted with to be a, a mediocre drummer in a less than mediocre band. <laughs> 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 not like wanted. Like you, you know me. I'm not aspirational. I, yeah. I just like this kind of like. Oh, I just he's he, he's a dilettante, and I'm a dilettante. So I I understand that, and I like I like Bill Murray's character, and I think I think oh, of, yeah. I think of of all of of all of the Wes Anderson movies that Bill Murray has been in. Like that's the strongest, you know, Bill Murray. He's fantastic. The scene where where he falls into the pool, mm-hmm. 
And like one of the things I think about all the time in that movie is is his sons. And like when we were thinking about having kids, when me and Chris were thinking about it, I kept thinking like, what if I have kids and they're just awful? <laughs> like and like that can totally happen. Like what if you just have two? I had two boys that were total fucking sports nut bullies, <laughs> and just you know, and I just hated everything about them. Yeah, you know, like I, I love that that dynamic is really funny to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everything with him and his sons, they lock him out of the car and. and <laughs> All, all of that stuff just cracks me up. Like, like I, I, I love Rushmore too. Rushmore is great. Like I, yeah. the only, the only actually, I don't, I'm not huge into Bottle Rocket. Like, and that's fine. It was before. I feel like he really knew what he was doing. You yep. know, to the same degree. Mm-hmm. And I don't like Darjeeling Limited very much. You know what? I've never seen it. Yeah, it's it's the weakest one. I think that's like, like uh, what was the one Christopher Guest movie? It was it was about like uh, the Oscars or something like that. Like uh, I, I, I love every Christopher Guest movie except like I've never seen that one. About the Oscars. Well, not about the Oscars, but it's like about actors or something. I'm, oh, I'm, 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 no, no, I love waiting for Guffman. Oh. But it was it was like the one that he did after a Mighty Wind that was that was like. Oh a, yeah, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, like, not about I, local theater, but about. But but about yeah. like professional like. Yeah, theater, yeah, like I know. I think I know what you're talking about. I, I haven't seen all of his movies, but I yeah, I know I've seen Waiting for Guffman and uh, Best in Show and a Mighty mm-hmm. Wind. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I love all I love all of those. Like, yeah. like those, those are all really good. But uh, but I've never seen the Darjeeling Limited, and I I can appreciate the, like the Life Aquatic for what it is, mm-hmm. um, especially for the uh, the search and destroy scene. Yeah, um, I think that that is like one of the better action scenes uh, that anybody has ever really like really done on a low budget. Um, <laughs> it's it, it is it is the best Wes Anderson interpretation of an action scene that could be. Yeah. It's it, without uh, sacrificing his Wes Andersonness. Yes, like I, I think that came out at the same time. I remember because I was real into uh, P.T. Anderson as well, and I remember like the you know mo- new movies coming out by both of them, and I was really excited. And uh, Life Aquatic came out, and I was I like Life Aquatic, but it is it's really Wes Anderson doing Wes Anderson. Yeah, and then. Uh, like the matching PT Anderson movie was uh, Punch Drunk Love. Oh, God. And it's just like, man, so which one of these you know, directors is going <laughs> to get out of a rut? Because PT Anderson had done Boogie Nights and Magnolia, mm-hmm. and those are very similar movies. Yeah. And, uh, and and they did Punch Drunk Love, which is like nothing else. And then he went on to, you know, do There Will Be Blood, which is maybe my favorite movie, mm-hmm. and, and The Master, which looks incredible. And uh, Wes Anderson is doing, you know, I forgive Wes Anderson because he's the only person doing this at all really well. Like he's in, you know, he's inspired a lot of, of garbage. Like I love Wes Anderson and Mm I don't like almost anyone inspired by him. (laughs) 500 days of summer, Juno, like those. Yeah. 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 That stuff can go, can go to hell. There's uh, something awful or awful movie database things. They had like a, (laughs) in the, the fake one for the, the Juno, you know, the Diablo Cody movie. Yeah. Uh, They had, so there's a, 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 uh, incorrectly regarded as goof, and it's like there's a scene in the background where like Wes Anderson walks out, douses himself in gasoline, sets himself on fire, and says, "What have I wrought?" And they're just like, "This is actually intended to remain in." <laughs> I love incorrectly regarded as goof. <laughs> what have I wrought? But it's it's so true. Like he's responsible for so much shit. He is without being directly but, but, so. But like so is Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Every so, everybody who's made anything good is like responsible for everything awful in the world. You know. I, I guess yeah. I guess, and but I guess the comparison just being that like with, I guess with both of those people, like I like the originals. Like I like Quentin Tarantino movies. I like Wes Anderson movies. I don't like movies inspired by them. You know. Yeah. 
But like Moonrise Kingdom, like just uh, like most of Wes An- Wes Anderson movies, for as earnest as they are, they have a really they have like a really uh, strong sense of I don't know like bitterness or like not bitterness. No, um, let's just say uh, I I don't know subversiveness to it. But but like Moonrise Kingdom is the most pure expression I think of like what he is. You yeah. know, like, like, just like there, there's like, when I say that it's his, like that it's his true grit, like it's the same thing for the, uh, for the, for the Coen brothers. Like they're always trying to be like, like a commentary kind of thing, but true grit was like, like, we're going to make a Western and we're going to do a damn fine job at making a Western. Mm. And this is him being like, we're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to do this like movie. That's like a Wes Anderson movie, but with all cynicism stripped away. And yeah. the only message is going to be kids who seem to be fucked up are no more fucked up than the adults that are around them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it definitely it lacks some of the, like the distance, yeah. you know, that they usually find. And they always have like, those movies always have lots of heart, that a good expression of that kind of that, that part. Did you see uh, fantastic Mr. Fox? Uh, no, no, but I'm, I'm, I am aware of it. Yeah. I, I like that one too. I think that was, that was a nice return for him. That's a really good movie. Um, me, I don't think it's as good as Moonrise Kingdom, but it's very good. Um, was that a Roald Dahl book? Uh, it's very loosely based on a Roald Dahl book. Okay. It's like the Roald, the Roald Dahl book is, it's like a short story and they extrapolated a lot for the okay. movie. So it's very loose interpretation. God, I love Roald Dahl. Witches? Oh, Witches? Yeah. Man. My movie is terrifying. Like that scene <laughs> where like all the, the, um, they all kind of reveal their true colors in the hotel ballroom mm-hmm. and they just look so fucking disgusting. Like it just like, I remember that just being really, really, really creepy. Yeah. I mean, as a, as a young and so this is my way of saying, I really don't want to talk about sacrifice. <laughs> 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 You wouldn't be getting in bed with the devil, mm-hmm. but it might be, you know, having sympathy sex with, you know, with some girl's, you know, unattractive friend. Right. Um, because she can introduce you to the, to the other girls. I don't know. I'm pushing that, that metaphor too. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're basically putting thumb screws on that metaphor. However, yeah. <laughs> for... <laughs> this goddamn floor mat, fucking Ikea piece of shit. <laughs> Send you into hell. Okay. Stupid format. <laughs> no. I'm like, okay, well I might as I might as well protect the protect the carpet in this in the in this in this yeah. fucking apartment. So I bought it. Send a t- you into hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you into hell. <laughs> Your mission? Rescue my mother. A very obscure comics reference. I, I I figured it was a Binding of Isaac thing. Um, mm. <laughs> no, no, no. That would more be like fight all of the monsters in my mother's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, sorry. Perhaps that is <laughs> what happened there. Perhaps, I've got no idea. Blue. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. Okay. I'm going to sit down for this last portion. I was standing up for all of the show previous. Imagine gestulating. <laughs> I was I was pacing away from the microphone and coming back to like <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
like, your hand like, in your back pocket and take you off your glasses. <laughs> like lunging into it. Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. Oh, shit. Like what sacrifice? Sacrifice. Drop it. Drop it. <laughs> Drop sacrifice. It. What do you got in your mouth? Sacrifice. What do you got in your mouth? <laughs> take it out. Go. Spit, it go. it out. Take Spit it out. Spit it out. Oh, fuck. I like that idea of um, games that it feels like only you know. Yeah. You know, that's I've often, uh, I feel that, I I mentioned it a couple times, but I I feel that way about the little Nemo Nintendo game a lot of the time. It doesn't seem like a lot of people played that game, but that game is really excellent. And uh, yeah, what is, uh, do you have a game, a go-to game like that that you feel like is just kind of yours? As weird as it is, I played Final Fantasy II starting in second grade. Uh, That's Final Fantasy IV to people in the modern age. Um, I was in second grade, uh, roughly, let's say three years before final fantasy seven came out when like RPGs became like a thing. And so all of my individual friends, I was like, Hey, Hey, come over here. Check this thing out. Like all of them were like, Holy shit. Final fantasy seven. That's like that thing. You'd like, Oh, Oh, oh God. Oh no. Oh, what, what, what? <laughs> so, so yeah, that was, that, that, that was my thing. Um, so my great big secret is Final Fantasy. Yay me. I was distracted because I have a, a, a had a big callus on my toe and I just pulled off part of it. I swear it's like a fucking champion like piece of callus. Like it is the hardest piece of skin that could be and still be skin. <laughs> I was trying to like, tear it and I couldn't. Still be skin and not be chitin? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like fucking District 11 in here. Or <laughs> District 7 or... Uh, District 9. District 9, yeah, that's 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 District 9. If there were other districts, there had to be more. Presumably (laughs) different tightness aliens. Spelunky, man, that's uh, that's my shit. I like that. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that came out. Um, The, uh... Yeah, that's on my list of things to get. Like, I played on on PC, just Mm -hmm. the free version, and it never quite clicked. Yeah. Um, I think I want to play it with a controller. Yeah. And, uh, and do it on there. But um, I have to shake off this Binding of Isaac thing first, though. Yeah. It's fucking impossible because it's just goddamn, it's the same thing as gambling. <laughs> and that's why I like it. It's because I, I never know what items I'm going to get or what kind of build I'm going to have. And it's exactly like gambling. It's exactly the, the itch it's scratching. It's insane. <laughs> I'm watching, uh, well, not watching. I watched Archer. Mm, yeah. Um, have, have, have you seen that? It's my my workout show. I'm <laughs> like I'm almost done with the first season, but I watch it while, while working out. Okay, I don't I don't want to spoil spoil anything. It's, it's a it's a it's a minor gag, but Archer is addicted to like everything, you know, alcohol, mm-hmm. sex, you know, danger, all mm-hmm. those. But he's like, yeah, I'm I'm I don't gamble. It's not my thing. I don't I don't I don't gamble. But <laughs> Mission sends him to Monaco, and mm-hmm. he's like. You know, it's like, yeah, I put all this money down, you know, on deposit so they would cop me everything. It's the archer strategy. But <laughs> but the but then the concierge like sends him down to the casino. He's like, Okay, just like bet one of these planks, you know, it's like twenty five thousand. It's like you win. Like, wait, wait a minute, I win like fifty thousand dollars? Like that's like stealing candy from a baby who hates candy. <laughs> <laughs> And so, so when you say like that, you like the the Binding of Isaac, like because it's like gambling, like it's a like it's a new thing. That's what I think of. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess more more or less that is that's exactly what's going on. Man, John Benjamin's uh, National Treasure. Oh God damn! I'm watching Bob's Burgers now. I, I haven't seen that yet. I, it's I good. did go it's see real... John Benjamin do a live. He did his. Uh, John Benjamin has a, a van. They did yeah. a live like kind of review. Really? I went and saw that in Portland. Yeah. Oh wow. It was excellent. It was like a bunch of deleted scenes from the show, but then all the people involved in the show doing comedy and a bunch of like different sketches. And yeah, it was excellent. No, he's he's hilarious. He's my favorite voice actor slash comedian. Yeah, he's like specifically, uh, he's not your favorite both. He's just your favorite person who who does both. Yes. He's not. (laughs) Yeah. He he is. Um I really like ever since home movies. Like home movies. Yeah. Like I remember being in fucking middle school and loving Coach McGurk. Yeah. So yeah, a winner of a character. Yeah. It's hard for me, like I love Patrick Warburton's voice as well. Yeah. Like John Benjamin is uh, uh has the comic chops. Yeah. The uh yeah. Then uh, if you get a chance, um John Benjamin has a van is pretty good. Oh I love it. I love yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> Love that. No, it seems like a lot. Not a lot of people saw it, so I wasn't wasn't sure. But yeah, that show was very good. No, like is that is was that canceled or is it still like in like Comedy Central? We don't know if we're gonna keep this around kind of territory. Um, I hear no, you. it's canceled. I hear you googling. Okay, yeah, National Treasure is the right word for him. I like I like Brad Garrett, but that's just because my family compare me compares me to him constantly. Because oh, they just, they, because, because you have a deep voice. Because I have a deep voice, and also I'm the loser, the loser brother. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't actually know that. Is he the the loser brother? On, on Everybody Loves Raymond, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he, he's the one who never who never has like a, a lady a lady friend. He mm-hmm. lives with the parents. Mm-hmm. I know I know way more about Everybody Loves Raymond than I'm comfortable than I'm comfortable admitting. So. Yeah, yeah, yes, you do. <laughs> you just, just it. But I admit yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, people, yeah, people. Some people I know people like that show. Yeah, it's I, not a you know. If it's if it's if it's three a.m. and I can't sleep and it's on TBS, I will not turn it off. Yeah, it's a ring endorsement. <laughs> like, I feel that way about. And there's definitely shows that fall under that. Yeah, that category yeah. for me where it's like, ah. but most of the time, like for me, it'll be some kind of dumb. Like it'll be like uh, storage wars, yeah. or something like that. Like I'm like, okay, let's see, you know, let's see what these these idiots want to buy, and <laughs> that'll be that'll be enough for me. But, but yeah, but, I'm I'm fairly sitcom intolerant. I don't know when that happened, but I I have a hard time. I'm not trying to do it. No, like I don't even own two TVs, kind of thing. I just don't. No, but it's I'm not but, into them. Like, but but it's but it's like you can you can watch you can watch Cheers, you can watch Seinfeld, and you can watch Taxi. And those are tolerable, mm-hmm. right? Right. I mean, like those are the, the I, I, w- I would categorize those as good shows. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, it's been a long time since I've watched Cheers, um, so I would have to have to revisit that. But I just kind of, I mean, I don't know. I, I just I don't I don't like it as a, as a medium for things. I want it to uh, I want it to die. Like I want intelligent shows not to come out and use that format. I think that they kind of you know like the Arrested Development fakey documentary. Yeah, kind of style like and office and and parks and recreation all that thing trumps it like it, you know it just it, I don't I don't ever need to hear a laugh track again in my life. Well, like how do you feel about Malcolm in the Middle? I like the first season of Malcolm in the Middle pretty pretty all right. See, I like, I like it too specifically because of the lack the lack of a laugh track, but it is yeah. still it is still a three camera comedy. It gets really bad though. Like Malcolm in the Middle gets bad. 
Does it's it? It's not good. I th- yeah, I think so. There's I, some later episodes of Malcolm in the Middle that are damn near intolerable. Maybe I like I stopped paying attention. I don't know, but yeah. is, is it like is it like after the the, the one Scientologist goes away to uh, goes away to Alaska? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff with him that just doesn't make sense. The uh, I feel like the neighbor moves in for a little bit, like for like half a season. The uh, the big fat guy, mm-hmm. Craig, and stuff like they do a lot of just kind of sitcom shaking it up. And yeah. stuff that just you know tough tough to watch, and then they they run into the same problem that like Simpsons ran into and everything, where just you know new iterations on their marital problems, you know, yeah. and they just can't uh, or not new iterations, lack of new iterations. Yeah, no, it's uh it's the same problem that King of the Hill runs into. Like how many times yeah. how many times does Hank learn to recognize Bobby? You know, like oh, Bobby's not going to be the son that I want him to be, but he's still yeah. my son, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, which like you know, I love King of the Hill. Like King of the Hill is excellent, but it even you know, there's diminishing returns with. Oh yeah, I, I, I will. These things, I will. I, I've I've I watch. That's one of the shows that I watch the entirety of, mm. uh, in a given year. Like like King yeah. of the Hill, Futurama. Um, you know, I, I I say this list every week, so I don't I don't I don't care. Twin Peaks, Arrested Development, mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just wanted to give you some fair warning. For the rest of the extrasode, we're going to be discussing Breaking Bad spoilers. Uh, nothing from the current season, but uh, I don't want to spoil anybody who is catching up uh, because I'm just that nice of a guy. So if you haven't seen all of Breaking Bad, uh, then please uh, tune out and you know listen to the rest of this after you have watched the rest of the show. Because if you haven't so far, then shame on you. Um, speaking of Malcolm in the Middle, you know what's this Sunday, right? Yeah, it's a uh, Breaking Bad premiere. Oh fuck! I just I just pulled up my dashboard and I was like, huh, I wonder when that. That's this Sunday. Panic. The yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out a good way so I don't have cable. Right. And if need be, I will I will pirate the shit out of it. Um, because I need to see it. I want to find like a lot of times in Portland there'll be like bars and theaters that show. Like popular event television, like viewing parties, yeah, yeah. And I really want to find. I'm sure there's one. I just need to find a theater, and and go to that and and have a drink and watch it with a, like a bunch of other fans. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. I, I I am fucking psyched. It is going to be. It is going to be hard to get back into you know tolerating Walter White Knuckle. So I, I'm just you know <laughs> suffering from that and just like baited you know from week to week. Yeah, just waiting for the next one to come out. It's it's the only show that I'll do it for. Like like yeah. I just I, I can't I can't stand watching a show with, like during its run. And after after Breaking Bad just can't like is done. Like I'm I'm canceling my cable. Yeah, you're, <laughs> so. you're back. Yeah, I, I'm sure I told you that. That's like I the guy Breaking Bad got me back into pirating things. Like not that I do it very. I actually really don't. But it got me to to do it because I, I hadn't for a long time. I had like mm-hmm. Napster and stuff when I was younger. And then just kind of stopped doing it because it was a, kind of a pain, and I just you know uh, had enough media. Mm-hmm. And then I was watching the first three seasons of Netflix, and you know, final shot of the third season, <laughs> Jesse staying there holding the gun. And literally, it was just one motion, like it just goes that credits pop up. And I'm just like, well, and just walked over to my computer and immediately like, like well, okay, well, what's a good torrent site? You know, just just uh, you know, all in one motion. Like it was, it was an intolerable idea to wait for that season to come out intolerable to give it like context like at that point that that happened like my marriage was still in good shape that would have been a long wait and that dvd just came came out mm-hmm. so i would have had to wait you know like nine months to see what happened after you know jesse shot gail bedecker yeah not not okay by any means no never <laughs> like not i know i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy like you don't 
You don't do that. Like, and it was uh, uh, okay. Like, I was participating in the essay thread, and when mm-hmm. I first watched, it, I was like, "Oh, there's no doubt that he shot Gale." Like, just yeah. like that. Would, like, just the, the the season ends with Jesse losing his humanity. Like mm-hmm. that, like that is the thing. But then I was reading the essay thread. And there's a bunch of douchebags in there who were like, "Oh, the camera moved to the left a little bit. Maybe he, maybe he shot away and <laughs> maybe, they maybe ran Dale off. dodged. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Dale, maybe, maybe, maybe Dale caught the bullet in his <laughs> teeth and spit back up. Maybe Gale used chemistry to dodge a point blank <laughs> shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope. Yeah, I can't wait until the characters on the show start getting superpowers and it becomes interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I, I had some, I had some idea for like a comic about that. I never like finally formulated, but there's the idea with somebody reading American, like talking or two like comics fans like talking about American Splendor, mm-hmm. and like one of them being like, "Oh, it's pretty good," but I mean, it'll really take off when he finally gets his powers. <laughs> and like the idea of it being this like extended origin story, like at some point there's an accident at the VA hospital and Harvey Picard gains like, you know, super speed or something like that. <laughs> Just like, ugh. oh man, who was the, who was the wife in that? Hope Davis? Hope who Davis in the movie? The wife in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. No, she's, she's attractive. She was in Synetica, New York. Yeah. I don't, I don't recall her, the actress's name. Yeah. Um, Hope yeah. that's, a, that's an excellent movie. I yeah. love that movie. Cleveland. That's uh, that's uh, that's my stomping. Oh place. yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. That uh, has a whole whole new layer of relevance. Yeah, for you. Yeah. Yeah.